Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of the Multiverse Fancast. I'm Ronnie, with me, as always, is Max. How are you doing today, Max? I'm good, Ronnie. How are you today? Doing well. Can't really complain too much. Which is ironic, considering the episode that we're going to do. I'm going to be complaining a lot. Is that what you're trying to get at? No, there's just a lot of complaining leading up to tonight's discussion. Oh, okay. Because I was say, I don't really have too, too much to complain about with this. To the point where we're 98% sure our friend Sean boycotted seeing the movie with us. Oh, yeah, definitely. He was sick, Eric. Yes. So, um, yeah, today's episode, we are going to be focusing on the new Ghostbusters movie. Um, um. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll do a little brief touch based on the older movies, um, and then we'll go into a little detail about this movie. Um, we'll do a little smaller non-spoiler section, and then we'll have a spoilery section. Um, but to get things started off, we are going to go through a little bit of news. We have one little piece of news that we would like to share with you guys. And you want to tell us what that news is? Not particularly. Thanks. Okay, too bad you have to. All right, then. So uh, recent set photos and official photos have released our first looks at uh, Wally West in his full-on Kid Flash attire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Called that. You, everyone did. Everybody called <laughs> it. It's an important part of the mythology. <laughs> Um, the only person that doesn't respect the mythology like that is Christopher Nolan, when he does Robin as his actual name. Yeah. Okay, um, but yes, we, uh, we saw set photos that were released, and then they officially released two looks of him at his costume, which is pretty normal, CW's pretty good at stuff like that. Yeah. They did it for, uh, for Roy in his Arsenal suit, mm -hmm. Oliver in his new Green Arrow suit, Laurel yes. as Black Canary, and so on and so forth. Um, looks good. Yeah. Uh, very yellow. Like, yeah. very, very yellow. Very reverse flashy. Yeah, we, we were talking about it, because the reverse flash, like, when they first did his costume, his costume was supposed to be full yellow, but they didn't do full yeah. yellow. He had, like, greenish, blackish pants. Yeah. I think they wanted, they didn't want to do too much yellow, but for this one, they're doing <laughs> bright yellow and bright red. Yes. I'm sure it'll look different, like, on the actual um, screen, because those things tend to, but uh, we're for it, I think. You and I are both pretty on board with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's good. We don't know when we're going to see him in that suit and under nah. what circumstances. Yeah. Because obviously we've got Flashpoint to deal with and we've got, um, who knows when they were filming that. Yeah, that is true. So we're excited though. Very, Definitely very excited. excited. Some big news, exciting news. Yeah, and really the only thing we have that we wanted to talk about. Yeah, so we're just going to get into, a, like I said before, we'll be talking about the previous Ghostbusters movie. Maybe focusing more on the first one than well, the second. The, the first and second movie are the exact same movie. Yeah, the exactly first is just what. better. And exactly what I said. We'll be focusing <laughs> on the first one. <laughs> Pretty um, much, though. But yeah, so you want to just get right into it? You want to give us a little something about that movie? Um, no, no, no. Basic synopsis, for those of you guys who don't know, it's about uh, three washed-up, has-been, fraudulent scientists <laughs> who are trying to prove the existence of the paranormal in New York City. Uh, they get... They finally get their proof just to be dismissed by uh, the dean of their college, and they decide to go into business for themselves, and on the way, uncover... Uh, Sounds familiar. A little bit. A dastardly plot uh, to destroy the entire uh, world. So that's Sounds my... Sounds familiar. Why does that sound familiar? Oh, because wasn't that kind of like what this... So far, we've seen three movies of it. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's an iconic movie. It's, oh yeah, you you can't even deny it. like the song and the symbol alone are just so well known. Oh yeah, but you um, you hear those first couple notes and everyone's like, oh, I know what that is. Well, that's why you know I'm not jumping ahead too much, but this new Ghostbusters movie they played the music a lot. 
Yes. And I, we were sitting there, and I, I was always smiling whenever they did. Oh, yeah. But um, just a quick run-through of the, uh, the cast for the original. Obviously, we have the legendary Bill Murray. Yes. And, um... Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, sorry. Oh, playing Peter Bankman. Then, yep. uh, who was that that you just said? Dan Aykroyd. Playing Ray Stance. Yep. Harold Ramis, who um, was one of the uh, the writers, too, as written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. He played Egon. Mm-hmm. And then we had Ernie Hudson as um, Winston Zedmore. Yes. We also had Sigourney Weaver and Rick Moranis uh, jump in. <laughs> I miss Rick Moranis so much. He's the only... Uh, original cast member that did not want to do a cameo for this one. Yeah, I was kind of upset. Yeah, but like his reasoning is, um, I guess he lost his wife right after because he was so big. Oh yeah. Like you, you had Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Spaceballs, this series. Like he, he was definitely, uh, he was definitely getting big, and then just suddenly he was like, I need to step um, away. Step away. But um, I will say, and you and I were talking about this. This is, um, this is one of my few. Full five movies. Yes. I can't even begin to describe how much I love this movie. But uh, if you had to give a, an early star rating for this, what would you give the original Ghostbusters? I'd give it a four five, teetering towards a five also. Okay. Yeah. Um, we were we were talking about it off air. We were like, you know, it's not it's not the most complex script. It's no. pretty... That's the only reason why I wouldn't give it a five. Yeah. And then also... Um, <laughs> Like, my biggest challenge is they're like, these guys are frauds. And they're like, no, they're, there's go- they're right there. The ghosts yeah. are right there. We see them. And you guys are shooting laser cannons that, like, destroyed my entire building. Yeah. Um, it's such a well-written script, but also it's Bill Murray's performance, in my opinion, that just kind of keeps the movie going. Oh, yeah. He was amazing in that. Oh, uh, it's just, like... There's nothing wrong with it, really. No. Except for everybody's easily easily accepting, easily accepting that they're totally ghosts in this world, and these four guys have got this. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah, and then you had like the the uh, iconic characters like Zool and Gozer. I mean, you can't even go wrong. There's really nothing wrong with this movie. Yeah. And, and no, it's so quotable. It's what? just so quotable. No, it's not. And that song will get stuck in your head. Four days. What's all? Who are you going to call? Me? No. It doesn't <laughs> work that way. I'm so funny. You are, in your world, very funny. Oh, yeah? Yes. Um, what can I say? What can you say? But uh, let's jump into, then, Ghostbusters 2. Unless we have anything else about Ghostbusters 1 we want to talk about. Ghostbusters 2? It's the same thing as Ghostbusters 1. What do you mean it's the exact same as Ghostbusters 1? What do you mean? What do I mean? It's the same the exact same plot. Thing. Um, if you guys follow us on Facebook, I actually posted a link to uh, the Honest trailer for Ghostbusters 2. And they point out to a T that Ghostbusters 2 is just literally a ripoff of Ghostbusters 1. To the point where Winston Zedemore doesn't joke until halfway through the movie, really. He's in the first scene. He's in 13 seconds of when they get arrested. And then he does. He just randomly shows up as they're running through doing their montage. What? What? Um, I still love it. Yeah, I wouldn't say I love it. To me, that movie is like a three-five. I give that four. movie a four just because, like, the, the here's the challenge with these movies, and that's why we've been having so much trouble with this reboot. Is it is just so nostalgic. Yeah. Like you can't even. You can't even hold a torch to it. 
But, yeah. Um, I mean, I can, these are movies that if they're on, I'll always put them on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I'll always flip to it. Even yeah, if I'm definitely. not really, if I'm, like, doing other things around the house, I'll yeah. still have it on. But, um, they, and it's even better because they got the entire original cast back. Yep. Um, I do have some challenges with these movies, not gonna lie. My biggest comes from this movie. Do you know my biggest challenges with this? No, I don't, because I'm not you. Uh, you are not me, lucky you. But, um, Seriously. How did they get the uh, Statue of Liberty back to Ellis Island? Um, Tugboat. Tugboat. <laughs> <laughs> Cheech, uh, who is it? Is it Cheech that's in that movie? He's like, better yeah. late than never. Yeah, he's, he got a tugboat with the Titanic <laughs> people. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that was always funny. <laughs> like, as a kid, I'm watching it. They get the key to the city. Yeah. And the Statue of Liberty's back, and I'm like, I feel like if, if it's back, it should at least be damaged. The thing fell. Like, it fell over. We saw it on the ground lying there. But um, I liked uh, they introduced some new elements. Mm. Uh, the toaster scene always makes me laugh the hardest, where they're talking about the mood slime. And they're like, you don't sleep with it, do you? And they, and they just kind of look away. Winston says, always the quiet ones. Yeah. But uh, what about you? What are your thoughts on uh, Ghostbusters 2? Uh, it was, like I said, it's basically... The first Ghostbusters, just not done as well. Yeah. Um, so it's it's nothing to me, nothing to really talk about with it. I mean, it had its moments that were better than the previous. Yeah. But then again, there were more moments where it wasn't. Yeah, I, I, I lacked. Like it would have been. I feel like it could have been better than before. At least just as well. If they did a different story, mm-hmm. basically, the story was they were the ghosts were trying to get um, what's Vankman's son? No, uh, wasn't it, wasn't it, his, it wasn't his son. It was Dana Barrett's son. Okay, because I guess well, didn't they think it was his son? I think they make a joke about it. Yeah, I think he actually says he's like, you know, I could have been your dad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're trying to get him so they can. I guess reincarnate Vigo yes. uh, back into the universe because mm-hmm. right now he's a ghost trapped in that painting. And they was, I think they said like the new millennium or the new year or whatever it is it had to be on that specific day. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so that was kind of the point of it. Yeah. Um, it's It was nice that the thing I liked about the second one a little bit more than the first one though in terms of storytelling was you had a corporeal villain that you saw and you you kind of knew his plan. Mm-hmm. Like, Gozer doesn't appear in the first one until the very end and yeah. we have no clue. We, they just kind of like, they're sitting in jail and they were able to bring all these blueprints in which was nice of the jail people. Yeah. The jail people? The jail the people. Guards. The guards. The j- guards. The jail people. I'm tired. Right? <laughs> but, um, they're like going through the blueprints and they're like, oh, this building could destroy the universe. What? We should probably call the mayor. And then uh, Carl Winslow lets him out of jail. Yeah. Yeah, that's even fun. <laughs> he was a cop for like eight different productions over yeah. the years. But um, there's a convincing cop. Yeah, I liked Vigo because he was like, I need to be born into this world. I'm going to destroy it and I need help doing so. Yeah. Like it, it made more sense the way that they did the villain because Gozer, did Gozer talk? I don't think Gozer had a single line. So. Yeah. I want to say no. I thought Gozer was a man. Whichever it wants to be. Well, if it was a female, it would have talked a lot. Well, actually, speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Originally, though, uh, Paul Rubens was supposed to play Gozer. Oh, really? And be like Ivor Shandor, which is like the guy who built the... Yeah. was like the cult leader. 
He was supposed to look like him, but be Gozer. But uh, Paul Rubens kind of disappeared. <laughs> and then got caught in a movie theater. Yeah, okay, anyway. <laughs> but in all honesty, like, the, the whole thing about Ghostbusters 2 is it's only good because the cast is back. Yes. If, if they had recast anyone in that film, it no. would have tanked. Yeah. Those four have such great chemistry. In well, those really those three. Three and a half. Okay. Like, I love I love Winston, and I love uh, Ernie Hudson. I met him once at, at mm-hmm. a convention, and he was, like, a really cool guy. He was telling us stories about Ghostbusters, because yeah. I guess it's, you know, he knows that's what we want to hear. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he told us originally that the script was so different, and, because originally the movie was called Ghost Smashers, and they wanted, like, John Belushi in it, yeah. John Candy, like, the, the big uh, Saturday Night Live alums, and... They ended up changing it like super last minute, and mm-hmm. his and Ernie Hudson's role got like diminished. Yeah, there's a steady paycheck in it. I'll believe anything you say. <laughs> but um, let's uh, you want to talk about the uh, the final bad guy though? The go- What was better, the Statue of Liberty going through the city, or the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? Stay Puft. That's iconic. You yeah. can't. You you can't say the statue. And we're gonna get into the discussions about the. Uh, Iconic nature of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, definitely tonight. Um, yeah, like he's so important to the to the mythos oh, that yeah. they even they put him in the animated show mm-hmm. as a good guy too. Like they made yeah. him into a good guy. Same with Slimer. Um, let's, you want to talk about Slimer? <laughs> we didn't even mention Slimer. Yeah, what were we thinking? Not mentioning Slimer. Slimer, who became the most popular character of the entire franchise. Yeah. To the point where they renamed the animated series like Slimer and the Ghostbusters or the Ghostbusters and Slimer yeah. or something like that. Um, and he was on High C. Yes, Ecto Cooler. <laughs> Did you ever have that growing up? Yeah. That stuff was lit. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh. They, they re-released it, but I have not seen it anywhere yet. No, I haven't yet. seen it. The day that we get like our hands on that, that's going to be a fun night. Oh, yeah. We're gonna <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this stuff's going down smoother much mm-hmm. you know, more now. I don't know. Much more now. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, God. Just so you guys know, we also have a Spartan race tomorrow at the time of recording this, so we're yeah. all like, we're all like dreading it. <laughs> it's supposed to be ninety-five and sunny, but um, I liked how in Ghostbusters two they gave Slimer more of a role. Yeah, I, I think it was because of the animated series. Oh, definitely. But um, they also made him a lot bigger, and he could drive a bus. That was weird when he. I liked it though. Yeah, it's funny. It's like. A lot of his interactions in the second movie were only with uh, Lewis, though. So it makes you wonder if um, he was even, like, if the Ghostbusters even knew he was there. Um, mm, I'd probably say no. Yeah. Because they did uh, the Ghostbusters video game where Slimer's actually trapped there. Like, they have him in a containment cell. But, um, yeah, I mean... What more is there to say about Ghostbusters 1 and 2? They're, they're iconic films. Yeah. I mean, there's really not much more to say about it. I mean, everyone should know about it by now. Oh, yeah. Um, you should have at least seen both movies at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 you can see once, and we, we, uh, we yeah. would forgive you for Ghostbusters 2 seeing yes. it only once. But uh, those are two movies, though, also that I, I like watching together. Yeah. Like, I can watch one than the other. But uh, my biggest challenge with Ghostbusters 2, though, while we're talking about Ghostbusters 2, is um, it's five years later, and everybody's like, oh, you guys were frauds. And again, I'm like, there, what? They, they there was a ghost saved, invasion. They just saved you. Nobody saw the giant marshmallow man walking <laughs> down the street. Like, it's it's bad. Yeah. But um, 
Can we talk about Venkman being a creep? I go for it. Why, are you busy? Are yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> uh, I still say Peter Venkman, as much as, like, he's a funny, like, awesome character, he's the biggest creep in this entire series. He, yeah. He is. He keeps barging into Dana's house and, like, making inappropriate comments and advances. And we were talking about this today, and you tried to defend him, which was even funnier. He goes to Dana's house for their date, and she's all possessed. And he sedates her. Why did he have high-powered sedatives with him? How do you know he had them? Did she? She could have. I just feel like... I feel like it's such a... I mean, it was the 80s. What does that mean? There was a lot of stuff going on happening in the 80s. Did you watch The Wolf of Wall Street again? I told you not (laughs) to watch that movie before we record. But... I, I like as much as I love the characters. Like thinking back, like Peter Bankman's kind of a creep. Yeah, she let him into her into her house twice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, like I said, the movies are iconic, so yeah, you can't find much fault with them. No, even go like if I I think if I watch Ghostbusters one and two one right after the other, Ghostbusters two is a little bit better. Really? If I watch Ghostbusters two like on its own, without like the high of the first one. And then yeah. yeah no see I don't see I don't see that you don't see that at all not at all I that's just me well if it's better then how could Ghostbusters one be a five for you no it's, Ghostbusters one is always five what I'm saying is Ghostbusters two is a little bit better when I watch Ghostbusters one with it I thought you meant better than one so oh no no no, no. Oh, I'm sorry for that yeah no not better than one under <laughs> no circumstances is it better than one mm-hmm. uh, the only thing that I like better in Ghostbusters two uh, besides the the finer tuning of the villain's plot was, uh, they got, like, the charcoal gray and black uniforms. Yeah. Those were really nice. They were. I was a big fan. Yeah. But, uh... Let's get right into this one. You're hosting. You lead the All way, right. my friends. So, we're gonna do a little non-spoilery section. Quick mm-hmm. little non-spoilery section. We'll just be talking basically about the cast, our thoughts on the cast. Um, go over the plot real quick. Nice little brief... Because basically it's Ghostbusters one again. Pretty much. But with females. Um, yes and no. It it I think it really starts off Ghostbusters one ish and then it kind of moves away a little bit. But we're gonna get into that with spoiler talk. Yeah. You and I. It's funny. Like when we see movies, you and I, we tend to have very similar opinions. Yeah. But we were, we went to dinner before recording and we were discussing. You and I have some different thoughts on especially the characters. Yeah. We have some of the same thoughts on certain characters. Yes. But then opposite on, on others, which yeah. is interesting for you and me. Yeah. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the uh, initial internet destruction of this movie? Yeah, we got it. We got it, because yep. they even mentioned it in the film. Yes, they do. Um, so basically, when news came out that they were going to film a new Ghostbusters... With females, the um, fans did not really like that too they, much. They did not. Yeah, not at all. Um, but I must say, you you got to give it a fair shake. I mean, yes, it's you know, Ghostbusters is a classic movie. Correct. Um, Ghostbusters two, not as much, but still is. Um. But so people are kind of like in that mindset where you don't touch the classics. Yeah. Um, and we know few people that 
have said they're not going to see this movie at all. My barber is not. Um, <laughs> we had a thorough discussion while I was getting my haircut. <laughs> but yeah, um, but it, it, we saw it. It's definitely worth the watch. Oh um, yeah, I would definitely recommend going to see this. Not as bad as people thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, well, people thought it was going to be bridesmaids with proton packs. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. Yeah, like you and I were talking about, you know, especially me. I had a certain expectation of especially Melissa yeah. McCarthy, and you and I were were both thoroughly surprised with how much we enjoyed Melissa McCarthy oh, yeah. in terms of it's a very different character for yes. us. But um, now, if they had, if they had done just a reboot with an all-male cast playing the same characters, do you think the internet would have exploded as hard as it did? No, it would not have. Which really sucks. Yeah, it does. Because I mean, this cast does a great job. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the cast is the saving point with a couple of mild exceptions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I actually would have been more upset if they rebooted it and had a male cast playing the same characters. Yeah. Because then it's just going to be an exact rehash yes. of what we already saw. Yeah, and no, I we, agree. We would get the origin movie to start this new franchise. Yes. Um, if they had done a male reboot with brand new characters, I still would have been kind of... It would have... Same reaction with the female cast. I mean, I'll be, yeah. I'll be honest. The first, When they first announced it, I was like, oh, it's kind of like a stunt thing. They just want to get attention. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. But then I realized, you know, this was a dead franchise. There yeah. was nothing coming out of it. Like, mm. they had the video game that came out a few years ago. But Bill Murray was kind of like... I don't want to do this. Yeah. And you can even tell in, like, the video game, he's just... I think he's on, like, his phone. <laughs> his voice lines. But, um... Like, there there was nothing to this franchise. I'd, I'd rather get something and, yeah. and look for the good in it than, than nothing. Yes, no, I agree. But, um... What did you think of the cast, then? Um... I had issues with the cast. Um... Let's let's start uh, with the good though. Well, let's let's aim. Let's start positive. Well, we only really have one good together. Yes, you and I completely agree on one good and uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy. I thought you were saying uh, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the four the four main Ghostbusters. Yes. yes. Um, Melissa McCarthy was an awesome character. Oh yeah. Um, because she was the serious one for the most part. Yeah. Like, in terms of the four Ghostbusters, yeah. she was really the. At first, you think it's going to be Kristen Wiig. Yes. But then she kind of... Geeks out. It's not that she geeks out. She, We find out that she's kind of traumatized. Yeah. In, one of a, in a very dark... dark. Yeah. Um, like, if you had seen the scene that she describes from her childhood, you'd, you'd be a little oh, yeah. creeped. But um, she gets a little over the top. Yeah. But In my opinion. Yes. But Melissa McCarthy, who you expect to get over the top, you know, like, see her, like, in Bridesmaids yeah. or in uh, she, Hangover 3. Yeah. You she, expect she, her. She had, a, like, one or two moments where she was over the top. Mostly but the it physical worked. comedic yes. stuff. Yeah. And it always made sense. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I really enjoyed Melissa McCarthy. I know you you and I both yeah. agree on that. Do you want to... Get into the our other good. You want to get into our other good. Or you want to finish the Ghostbusters? I oh, can finish her. Yeah. Well, you said you want to start it off with good. And well, we started with good. After that, it kind of goes. Well, it we goes disagree. All over. We disagree. I liked Kristen Wiig in this. Kristen Wiig was funny. I thought she was hilarious in this. Okay. Um, I I like the choice because she is a big name. Yes. Um, and if you look at the original Ghostbusters, they did get big names. Mm-hmm. They had. Except for Harold Ramis, he was yeah. one of the tiniest. They, they had there. three big names, and 
like you said, Harold Ramis. Um, and this, it's really two big names. Melissa McCarthy and, and, uh, and Kristen Wiig. And it's funny because apparently Bill Murray, when he was asked years ago, like four or five years ago, who his dream team casting would be, it was Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig were, were on his yeah. list. Um, yep. But... They're funny. I Like, I liked Kristen Wiig's character and especially because you find out she's kind of a, a stuck-up uh, professional when, when we first meet her because she's yeah. like she's trying to get her tenure and yeah. she doesn't want to get pulled back into this world because I guess her it, you find out this isn't spoilery it's just Melissa McCarthy's character and her um, had a falling out years yes. and years ago and she gets pulled back into this world and we learn about her character halfway through I guess you could say like yeah. to, more towards like three quarters of the way in and it explains a lot about mm -hmm who she is and why she makes... Because she makes some questionable choices in this movie, I think. Yeah. Um, this is the only Ghostbusters movie where the characters don't 100% uh, get along. Yeah. Which made it more realistic. Yeah. Like, we get the sense that in the first Ghostbusters movies, the original three are, are like, good friends, they work yeah. together, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Ernie Hudson's character comes in and they all kind of mesh well together. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this one had a little bit of character drama. Not not much. Not that, really. Just Kristen Wiig's. Not character. CW. Yeah, no. <laughs> it, it was just Kristen Wiig's. Uh, Aaron Gilbert. It was just really yeah. her, but only in the beginning. Because once they find that one ghost, then they kind of. Once the story kind of moves, yeah. they they almost like gloss right past it. Yeah. But um, who do you, which character do you want to jump in next? Um, do you want to do uh, we're staying with Ghostbusters? Yeah. Let's do um, Holtzman. Played Holtzman. by Kate McKinnon. All right, we're, this because is where you and I are completely opposite, shockingly. Yep. Um, yep. So her character is very quirky. She's got a lot of personality. Like in terms of Ghostbusters, she's like these four Ghostbusters. She's got the biggest personality. Yes. Um, she's got some very interesting character quirks. Yeah. Uh, it was just too quirky. I'm. They tried doing too much with her. I dug her character so much. I don't know what... Like, when I first saw her, I really liked her. Uh, I think they just went way too over the top with her with her little quirks when she's pointing out, like, the new stuff she put into things and how she upgraded. She's, like, all twitchy and stuff like that. She's just excited, and, though. Like, well, like I, I liked it. I don't. And then, like, her voice changed so much, too. I liked when she would like she she was like singing at know. one point like taunting the bad guy. Yeah, I don't know. I just I I dug it and I thought she was a fun addition. Um, I, I feel like they could have done. The, see, it's not too much with the actress. To me, I know just, like they, we, they we overwrote her. Yeah, it was overwritten. I mean, we talked about who else we would cast in two parts because we both agreed Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy were Her, good. Beautiful, um, yeah. In it, but. I don't know if I would... Really, it's more the writing when it comes to stuff. Because can you really blame the actor or actress for playing a certain way if that's what... To a degree. Like, it, it's a mix of... It's the director, it's the script, it's the actor. Yeah. Um, you know, if... Because I know the director, Paul, Paul Feig... Is that, yeah. Yeah, he directed Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig and Bridesmaids. Like, yes. they, he knows them. And they know him, so it, it adds a little extra layer. Yeah. But... I th I really enjoyed her. Um, I could see why why you don't, even though I kind of thought you would, because she's like the weird one, like the mm -hmm. overdone one. Yeah. Um, 
I just I figured that would be your type of character, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah. I don't know you, you anymore. Were. Obviously. <laughs> Do we want to talk about what we I think the character that we both disliked I don't know if I really disliked her. I think she was very poorly written. Yes. Um, terribly, terribly written. Let's talk about Leslie Jones as as Patty Tolan. <sighs> um, it starts off good with her. Yeah. She she's working at the NTA in a booth, and I th- the thing I liked most about her is people keep walking by. She just she tries to smile yeah. and, and be like pleasant, and she's like, you know, hey, how are you? Uh, do you need this? this and yeah. like everybody just ignores her, and she kind of walks in on this whole ghost world and goes to them for help, ends up joining the team. Yes. They did not hold back the racial stereotypes. No. Um, I'm so disappointed. Like, there's only... The, the only two scenes that, that really stand out in my mind of scenes that I did not like Patty were um, the stage dive. Yeah. Because it wasn't even like... If they had just changed the comments to like... Because she's not a tiny lady. No. She's, she's very tall. Yeah. Like, if they had made a joke about that, yeah. I would have been slightly more accepting. And, like, even the lady thing, I yeah. didn't mind. But once she was like, I don't know if this is a lady thing or a race thing, I was like, yeah. ugh. Yeah, they they threw down that card yeah. hard in this. I mean, they literally, she... like, made her... I don't know even how to explain it, but, like... Like, look at our first movies with Ernie Hudson, okay? He's so professional in yes. it. Yes. Um... And then they go, and it's like, they get this... Uh, Cartoon character. Yeah. Like, they tried making her something she shouldn't have been. Yeah. I mean... It, but that's also the actress, too. Like, Leslie Jones, that's kind of... Her, yeah. We see her in, like, those car commercials nowadays, and she's yeah, very much like that. Yeah, but then I'm kind of like, why do that? Like, it, that should not have been for that role. Yeah. You should not have put her there. You should not have written her like that. You could have... Uh, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anyone. Zoe Saldana. Well, that that you're just going because of Zoe Saldana looks. <laughs> That's the, uh, not a hundred percent. Or uh, what about the girl from um, Twenty Two Jump Street who played uh, Ice Cube's daughter? Yeah, she would have been a fun choice. Like, here's my thing: Leslie Jones could have done a great job with the character mm-hmm. if they'd written the character. It's almost like they wrote the character for Leslie Jones. Yeah. Not we're gonna write this character. We want Leslie Jones to portray the mm-hmm. character. Um, because she came in and she read the best for the character. Yes. Like it, it feels like the audition was probably just, oh, we like Leslie Jones. Let's write a Leslie Jones type. Exactly. And like there are times where I laugh at her, and I thought she was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it was almost like you thought Holtzman was too much. We both think that she, that Patty was too much when she smacks the, Melissa McCarthy and uh, says the power of Patty compels you. I laugh. I that laughed, but like I was like, I'm laughing because it's too much. See, I don't know. I just some parts were too much. There were parts where I thought it what she was doing was perfect. I mean, she had her little moments where I was like, okay, I I like this character, and then like two minutes later, I was like, oh my god. Well, also they introduce her, and she kind of gets onto the team by like, oh, I know New York City. I'm like, I I work at TA, and I I know all these things. And at first she does, and it's like there's a point to her. Yeah. And then they never mention it again for the rest of the no. movie. I think like one comment about, oh, this hotel, bad things happened here. Yeah. Google that. But um, yeah, like she was in it and she was there. Yeah. And just kind of like Winston, he was in it and he was there. Yeah. But he doesn't really add too much. No. All right, you want to get into our 
our uh, spoiler show stealer. Oh, our show stealer. Oh yeah, we you and I both wholeheartedly agreed. Chris Hemsworth as Kevin Beckman. Um. Oh, amazing. We know Chris Hemsworth obviously from Thor and and um. That's another good example. Thor. Thor. And <laughs> he was in the Red Dawn reboot. Yeah. Uh, I think he was in some cabin in the woods. No, no, no. I think that was his brother. No, that was him. Was it? Because he died like ten minutes in. Spoiler alert. Um, he's he's known for his more butch manly roles. What was uh, the race car driver movie he did? Uh, Rush. Rush. Like he's known for his his action oriented and even more dramatic roles. Yeah. Now. He was no so. Way in the Huntsman. Oh, and so in the Huntsman. Yeah. He was so funny in this movie. He plays the dumbest dumb guy. Um. I love the line. I think it was Leslie Jones, the character that said something about how we could have found. Oh, she's talking about her cousin. Yes, she's not as stupid. Half, half, half as stupid. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he'd work for free or something like yeah. that. But they, he comes in as the only Vienna sausages. Per- he would work for Vienna sausages. <laughs> sausages yes. <laughs> he comes in basically. They're like, he's the only person that applied, and Kristen Wiig like immediately falls in love with him. Yeah. Um. It's almost too much at certain points. I think that's also something that turned me off about Kristen Wiig. Like, she was almost... It was too much. Like, complete opposite of the character she should be portraying. But, um... So, he has some of the best lines in the entire movie. And the outtakes alone... I can't wait to see. Oh, God. With him and and those four women, like... Oh, it's gonna be uh, so funny. But, uh, he, um... He definitely stole the show for us. He, uh... And you know what's even better? Like... In the original movies, we had Janine as the um, as the receptionist, and mm-hmm. she's there, and she plays a little bit more of a role in the second movie. But yeah. he's like a big part of the movie, oh, the yeah. second half of the movie. Yeah, like he's a pretty important character. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but um, he was just too funny. Every time he was on screen, I was I was laughing. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest laughs came from Kevin. Yes, that de- oh definitely. Because he was also us when he shows up, like, in the Ghostbusters outfit. He's like, I can do this, guys! But, um, he was almost like a combination of Janine and Lewis. From, yeah. Uh, but with none of their brains. <laughs> maybe maybe Janine and Lewis did have that kid, because they hooked up in the second movie, and that's that kid. Maybe. With his fake glasses. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he was definitely... He bumps this movie up so much by himself. Yeah. And I think just because it's Chris Hemsworth is even funnier because we've never seen his comedic timing. It's like seeing Channing Tatum in 21 Drum Street for the first yeah. time. Like, you're like, oh my god, they're funny. Yeah. Do we want to talk about one more character? Duffender. Duffender. <laughs> <laughs> I even pointed it out to you and at first you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a recurring Chi- Chinese food delivery boy. Yeah. He's not Chinese. Mm. Um, and he's played by the same actor who portrayed Dopinder in Deadpool. <laughs> And he's only in like three or four scenes, but he is, he is too funny. Oh yeah. Um, like it, it's it's very funny to watch him interact with. Uh, yes. most McCarthy he's always interacting with. Yeah. But do we want to do an initial not star rating maybe, but like an initial thought on this movie? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? You go first. I'll, I'll follow. Um, go see this movie. Yeah. If you are one of those people that you hated. The idea of it, and you were so like completely against it. It may not change your mind, but it's a good movie. It's a solid movie. Like we laughed, we enjoyed it. It had some twists that we didn't see coming, which was nice. 
it paid homage, but at the same time, it was not a complete carbon copy of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I highly recommend seeing it. If you're a ghost, if you're a fan of the franchise, it does it does a good service to the franchise. Yeah, no, I agree. Better than Ghostbusters too. This movie is better than Ghostbusters too. I could argue both sides. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. Um, they're close to me mm-hmm. for me um, when it comes to ratings and everything like that. But yeah, no, I agree. I would go see this movie. Um, there's a lot more funny parts in it than you see in the trailers. And better funny. Parts. And better funny parts. I mean. The trailer show. If you laugh during the trailers, you're gonna die you're, during. Oh, this. you're gonna die during this. This was n- not gonna lie. We were laughing most of the time during this. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's totally fair. And, I, and I'm not talking like little chuckles too. There were some good belly there, laughs. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's just really good. I would say really good. It was good. Yeah. If if you were going into this movie expecting it like a low rating, you're gonna pretty much be like blown away. To be honest with you. Oh yeah, if you were going into this movie thinking it was gonna be like a one, a one or a two, even yeah, you're gonna get like it nowhere near that, really. Yeah, I, that's fair. Yeah. I, I'm very excited to do our star ratings. Oh, yes. at the end of this. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna just jump right into our spoilers section. So if you've not seen the movie, this is your warning to turn off the podcast and come back after you've seen the movie because we will. Uh, be tearing this movie apart pretty hard, especially we're very excited to go through our list of all the cameos. Yes. And Ronnie has his favorite, and I think you and I both have the same favorite, really. I think that's what yeah. I'm say. Yeah. Yeah, they were all really good. Because it's the last one. It's a, the one we least, least expected. Yeah, and by it's least, not the last one. totally didn't expect. No, no one knew it was coming. Nobody knew it was coming. Yes. Um, actually, there were a couple no one knew it was coming. We'll get into that. Okay, that was a true. <laughs> so, with that This being is your said, official warning. Yeah. Um, we'll be talking spoiler stuff. We'll be going over the plot in more detail. We'll be going over cameos and everything good like that. So, this is your last opportunity to stop this podcast and go watch the movie. Then come back and restart this. Not from the beginning. That'd be, that'd be a long time. To I mean, you could to. if you wanted to. But anyway... Um, so let's get right into it. You want to talk about the plot? All right. So the cool thing about this plot was there's a human villain. Yes. And I guess he says that he can, his name, what's his name? Um, like he's got a weird name. Um, Rowan. Rowan. Rowan North, which is even weird. Played by Neil Casey. Now he's one of those actors that you see in a bunch of things and you never really. Yeah. But, um, he, he makes it seem like he's been seeing ghosts his entire life. Yes. Um, Very interesting. And and character. he decides that the world is just too miserable. And he wants to unleash the ghosts onto this world. Yeah. To, to get rid of everything. Um, and he ends up killing himself, too. Which even... That was... Yeah. We were talking about this. It's the first time, like, in a Ghostbusters movie, you really see a death. Yes. Which is ironic in a movie about ghosts. Um, and it's, it's pretty in your face. It's not subtle. Yeah. But um, what did you think of his character? Um, it was good. Creepy. Um, creepy. Very creepy. Um, some of the stuff he says, I'm like, wait, what? That, like, you gotta like... He, it makes you think. Um, very interesting choice on having... A human as, as your villain. As antagonist, yeah. Um, but it worked. It worked. I liked it because they didn't copy 
the uh, originals at all, Word, really, yeah, with it. verbatim. Yeah. Uh, my challenge was, I wanted to know more about him. Like, A, was he just seeing ghosts his entire life, and that's how he knew that they were around? And B, how did he, like, they mentioned that his technology is very similar to what they do, yeah. but we have no indication of his intelligence. No. That's, that, yeah. For I mean, he works as, like, a janitor at a hotel. But it makes it seem so. like he was there just because he should be there. Like, yeah. that's where he needs to be. He, he was there because... His plan was is very the, detailed. Because that was the middle of the X. Yes. Uh, of the ley lines. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed... I enjoyed him more uh, after he dies and takes over Chris Hemsworth's body. Yeah. Um, he, he suddenly had so much more personality. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously it's still Chris Hemsworth and you look at him and you're like, that's, not, that's just Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. But um, he was... A more intimidating villain once he died. Yeah. And became an actual ghost. Because then that's when they realized the well, they didn't even realize the plan at that time. Yeah, well, they thought he right was after, dead. yeah. Right after that, um Kristen Wiig's character. Yeah, um, she figured Aaron it Gilbert out first. Yeah. Figured it out. Um let's talk about uh, the probably the biggest difference in this movie and the original. In the original movie, the Ghostbusters are they, they make their first big capture and everybody loves them and they're, they're getting hired to do jobs and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Then they get arrested and the mayor bails them out and it's like, you know, Ghostbusters, go save the day in front of all these people so everybody knows. Yeah. In this movie, apparently the New York City mayor's office is completely aware that... Yep. The mayor played by Andy Garcia. Which was a fun little, uh, yeah. fun little role. Um, so the question I had was, how long has this been going on? Because it, it, the movie makes yeah. it seem like this is recent. Like, it just started. And it's like some Area 51 stuff. Yeah, it's almost like something's been going on in New York for a long time. Maybe it's because of the ley lines. They never really explain it. Yeah. To the point where they have government agents there to... Yeah, from Homeland Security. And I'm sure that that takes time and evidence <laughs> and proof. And yeah. And it's like red tape galore. Um, so that that's probably my only challenge yeah. with the plot. But I also respect that they try to do it differently. Because in this movie, not only is the mayor's office completely against them, but ends up secretly funding them at the end. Yes. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a reflection of, of 2016 versus 1984? Might be. <laughs> it could be a, a sign of the times, you know? Yeah. Um, but I thought that was an interesting take on, on the Mayor-Ghostbusters relationships. Because mm-hmm. in the first two movies, the Mayor was like, oh, Ghostbusters, save the day. Yeah. But um, they, they treated them like heroes in this one. They treated them as... Jokes like frauds, frauds the entire time. Yeah, so I thought that was an interesting um, twist. Yeah, but um, let's let's talk about one of our favorite moments that you and I were talking about uh, the uh, the firehouse. Yes, one of the biggest complaints, and uh, I was talking to our good friend Mr. Loalbo. He and I yes. were discussing this, and I actually called it to him. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna pat myself on the back while I talk about something good I did um, for once. For once, yeah, I knew that one was coming. But, um, for once. Yeah, for once. But, uh, <laughs> easy. We were talking, it would be really nice if, um, if they had it in the last scene. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they get it in the last scene, like yeah. Ghostbusters Origin. And they do in this movie, but we, we were dying when they showed them the, yes. the place in the first point. Yes. And so basically, <laughs> after. So, Kristen Wake's character gets. Doesn't get her tenure at the college she's working at. She gets fired. She gets fired. She goes so crazy she on goes, YouTube. Yeah. So then she goes to uh, where Melissa McCarthy's 
um, character is working at a different universe, some science university. I forget the name it's of it. It's a really lame place. It's, yeah. Um, and so they're working there, and then they ended up getting kicked out of there. So they're looking for a place to set up store shop. all their stuff and set up shop. And the first place their real estate agent brings them to is the firehouse. Is the firehouse. And they're like running around. They're all excited, just like Ray was in the first movie. Melissa McCarthy, look, there's a stripper pole. <laughs> <laughs> and what does she? What does she say? Twenty one thousand a month or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And Kristen Wiig has the best line. She's like, "Die in hell" or something. <laughs> yeah. Like that. And it was Burn just like, hell. "Burn in hell." <laughs> she's like, "I didn't mean that." <laughs> but that would have been anybody's reaction. Yeah. Like, twenty one thousand a month? Are you kidding? Uh, it's a big space. It is a big space. It's a firehouse. <laughs> yeah. But um. It was just, it was a nice little cameo, and I would have been okay if they just left it with that. Yeah. But then they actually get the get there in the end, which was fun. Yeah. But, um, let's see, where else do we want to go with this movie? Um, before we hit up all the good stuff, um, let's talk about their first, their first catch, which basically brings, um, Yates and Gilbert back together, was, there was a... Uh, a haunted mansion, the Mulgrave Mansion. Yes, I believe it was one of the one of my the opening scenes really good to this movie. Oh like, yeah, they had to blow out the opening scene like they had to knock it out of the park. And I remember sitting there with you and we were watching it and like they start they play the original music. Yes, which if if they had, like you and I are very different on the new theme. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get that out of the way right now. I really enjoy it. You did not. I did not hearing the song. In conjunction, in conjunction with the movie, made it. when it came into the movie, I enjoyed it more. I think I only enjoyed it more because it was only like twenty seconds of the song. But also, I think that it matched up better with like because yeah. they also they stop and do the "Let's Go" line, yeah, and they stop the music to do that scene, and then they resume it, yeah, and like they, they it was much better with the action to it. There was ninety seven different versions of the theme song played. It felt like. Yeah, like they played a lot. It was of like different, four different, four or five. But going back to what you said, they have two separate interactions with ghosts where they don't succeed at all. No, which was good. I, I thought it was that. yeah, it was definitely fun and also getting to see them test out like the beta version of their equipment. Yeah, and then fine tuning it because basically in, in this move in the original Ghostbusters, they see the library ghost, and then like the next time they they encounter a ghost is Slimer, and they have all their equipment set. Yeah, um, but. What did you think visually of the of the especially the first two ghosts? Because the the lady the lady ghost is the first one we get. The lady ghost at the mansion, I liked. She looked good. Um, was actually kind of scary a little bit. Yeah, like, like if I saw that hovering next to me <laughs> in a dark room, I I oh yeah lose my mind. Yeah, I I enjoyed that ghost. That ghost was well put. The graphics on it were good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the ghost we were talking about that kind of brought them together, um, because that's the video they recorded that where yeah. she gets all slimed up. <laughs> yeah, and then, I love how they actually make a joke. She's like, "What did she say? The slime's actually that's after me, or yeah. like out to get me." Every like time that. there's slime, she always gets hit with it. She always steps, steps in, in, yeah, strips on her, yeah, like, really, yeah, um, um yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the the first ghost was was done well. We enjoyed yeah. it, and you know it had a creepy backstory, which is yeah. more fun, and the opening scene helped. Uh, what about the electric ghosts? I thought that one was actually scarier, and they make mention of it the too. Dragon. They're like, "That's getting a little bit more intense." I'm talking about the one in the in the subway. Oh yeah, yeah. The, who's like in the, the electric chair? Yes, the jail one. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because they make because Patty Cause mentions that's how Patty gets. Yes. Yeah, that's how she gets involved. Yeah, that one I I actually I like that scene where they're testing out the the little gun. Yeah, and she and trying to rope it. Um, yeah, she's like. Well, I like the visual of when they're like. Guys, the eyes, and it just yeah. cuts over, and you just see, see kind of like the silhouette and just the eyes. The red eyes, yeah. It was, it was visually, it was yes. really nice. Those two are definitely done beautifully. Yeah. Um, I think you and I are both about to agree that the dragon kind of looking one was weird. Yeah, it was weird. That's the most Scooby Doo about out of all these. Ghosts, yeah, the, I think. All, all these ghosts were Scooby Doo. I I can't even say that was the most because. After it looks the, like the pterodactyl ghost from the second yeah. live action Scooby Doo. After the first two ghosts, all the ones to follow just reminded me of I was watching Scooby Doo. Yeah. Basically, I they could have done a lot more. I feel like the reason they all looked Scooby Doo was was because of the fact that they had like a hundred ghosts in there. Yeah. In this movie, especially that ending battle scene. Yeah. The, like, don't get me wrong, the battle scene was really cool. Like, yeah. It was fun and. You mentioned, and I didn't even think about it. You really enjoyed um, what what they they could kill the ghosts. Yes, uh, the ghost chipper. Yeah, the ghost chipper. Then um, what else? There was the ghost chipper. There was Holtzman. Like she had, she had a gun, but it's almost like whips. it was like a dual gun, but it was Whip more things. like whips and stuff like that, which was really cool. Um, the they had the grenades that were there that. Were only harmful to ghosts. Then they had the thing that the punching, the punching thing, the was, punching thing was well, really see, cool. I thought it was just like an actual punch, like you just punch, but it actually fired. Like yeah, little, you just do pulse. like a little motion, like a punch motion, and then it will shoot out a little, little, proton, little pro- like a yeah. proton ball. But Kristen Wiig's character, she goes to pick up a gun, and they're like, "No, no, you can't do that." And then when she finally uses it, I was kind of like, "Oh, well, no, no." Well, she said what it was was it wasn't ready. It wasn't ready at the time. Because I we, later on we find out why not. Why not? Remember when she got, when um Melissa McCarthy's character gets possessed. Yeah. And she picks up the pipe, and that's when um Holtzman was like, "Oh, that's the pipe I'm using for that shotgun." Oh, I thought that was something different. No, it was that pipe. Oh. And so I didn't then notice that. That you know they finally uh Patty oh, no, no. smacks the ghost out of <laughs> <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's but, um, character. And then later on, we see um, Kristen Wiig's uh, Gilbert with... Oh, when I she mean, shoots it, it's, it's got that shotgun reaction to it. But, um, yeah, like, the the dragon ghost, though, going back a, a few minutes into our conversation, yeah. that was probably my least favorite ghost-looking thing. Yeah, um, I agree. I liked... Uh, the mannequins were creepy. Oh, you yeah. You were talking about this. Before the dragon, yeah. Uh, the mannequins were pretty creepy, just because... That sort of thing is just creepy in general. Yeah. Creepy children and creepy dolls, they're, they're like the worst. And clowns. And clowns. I know. Wish there was one in this. Oh, there was, and you didn't cry. So there's, there's I, I closed my eyes. I you saw that, and eyes. I went, oh, no, no thanks. Even though popcorn it wasn't went up one. in the air, you're like, ah! <laughs> okay, it wasn't that bad. A little bit, but anyway. Maybe. And then you were like, I wasted popcorn, no! Yeah. I got scared it flew up in the air, but I caught it all in my mouth. <laughs> <I caught laughs> <all of it. laughs> um, let's talk about then... Um, we have some, uh, like, larger ghosts in this. Yeah. Uh, Rowan turns into the Ghostbusters logo. And then turns into... By a, request. By request. <laughs> um, that was a great scene. Yeah. Because he's, like, taunting them. He's like, shoot like a girl! Yeah. <laughs> but um, he turns into the ghost... Now, I remember they released a picture of Rowan in that form pretty early on. Mm-hmm. 
or not like pretty recently too. I think it was, but um, and they, everybody was like, "Oh, it's just a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man ripoff." And yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was on that too. I was like, "Oh, you know what it reminded me of?" Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. I knew you were going to yes. say Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. I will completely From the Nightmare Before Christmas. It looked ex- uh, not exactly the like it, but... version of him, yeah. Oh, but, that's um, immediately when you when I saw that, I was like, Oogie Boogie. <laughs> you know, the only thing, though, they don't explain how come Rowan is so powerful. Like I said, I feel like yeah. there's so much more to his character I, that we I, didn't hear. I think what it was was due to the fact that he the electrocution... Right. It's not like he electrocuted himself with electricity. But see, that's something that we have to assume. Yeah. A good script would have given us, like, he saw ghosts all of his life because he's psychic. Yeah. You know, and he has psychic power. So if he became a ghost, he's going to be much more powerful than your average ghost. Yeah. And obviously he was right there when, like, at the the vortex sort of thing. But he died and then he possessed... um, Chris Hemsworth's character, Kevin. Yeah, and he was just like a regular ghost. Yeah. They don't really explain the rules of the ghosts in this. No. Um, in the original Ghostbusters, most of the ghosts were just like, we knock yeah, things over. And because slide. like when he was um, in Kevin's body, they did the little, um, like the dance move. He made Whatever. all the soldiers dance, yeah. Yeah, not like dance, but like do like a in little the credits, they pose. Dance, but well, yeah. he just kind of froze him in one yeah, position. Yeah, and like... Yeah. They never explain why he's so powerful. No. Um, and why he's able to shapeshift like that so yes. dramatically. But I loved, they did the logo, and then he turned into like a friendlier version of that, and then it's just like, and I'm going to kill y'all. Yeah. But uh, that was fun, and then it was kind of easy for them to fix everything. Yeah. Use the car. Well, but they mentioned earlier that it's new. That, um, that the top where they have some of the stuff it was nu- it was like a nuclear bomb yeah so at like, least they pre-framed and they weren't just like randomly oh let's just make the car go in there yeah I mean I, I understood it yeah. but it was just kind of easy it was a very very quick quick fix and how does the car get in there cause Slimer's driving cause Slimer is driving Slimer has <laughs> two and a half scenes in this movie it feels like yeah um Ironically, he's eating the hot dogs like yes. uh, he did in the first movie. He you know comes out of the hot dog truck at the yeah. end. And um, there's a female Slimer. Yeah, Mrs. Slimer. Mrs. Slimer. <laughs> uh, that was that was one of those things that yeah. I really just did not care for. I, I was, I was okay with it. I, I would mean, have been more okay if it was just a bunch of like ghost women in there. Yeah. And they're all like, "Ooh, Slimer!" Yeah. He's just like rolling down the street in my ectomobile. Nothing, no, no, no. That that bombed. That that didn't bomb. That bombed. The car bombed. Yeah, was it Irish? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like if they had done that, I would have. I think I would have preferred it more. Yeah, Even I mean, Slimer was just kind of awkward. Is that his know. wife? I'm okay with it. I mean, it could have been. I could have been okay with them not doing it, but I. That's the only. It's one yeah. of the things that actually irks me. Strongly. Yeah, I don't know why. It just uh. really bothers me. So but, do um, we want to talk our cameos now? Let, let's go through our cameos. We're gonna, I think we'll save our favorite one for last, though. Oh, yeah. Do you want to go in order, or do you want to go... Yeah, let's go in order. It'd be easier that way, because it's hard to pick, like, a, like going from, like, our least favorite to our favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, so our first cameo... Or whichever see... ones we remember first. Yeah. yeah, our first cameo we see is Bill Murray. Yes. As, I, mean, um, I don't know if he's a doctor, but is uh, Martin he... Heiss. Dark, yeah, I, think I don't know if he was a doctor. He's basically a paranormal debunker. Yes. And he basically flats out saying that 
the Ghostbusters are fake. Are fake. Yeah. Um, we expected him only to be in that one scene. They, sh- they show him on a news report about Ghost yeah. and the footage that gets released. And we kind of expected that would be it. Yeah. But then he's nope. in another scene. Yeah, he actually comes and visits the, um, Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters after they catch the dragon. There's a doctor. Heist here to see you. Yeah. Tell him we're not in. They're not yeah. in! <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that's the next scene he's in, which... Eh. They killed him. They killed him. I would not be shocked if, much like Johnny Depp in 21 Jump Street, if he didn't request that himself. Yeah. Because he has not been silent that he's not... He's, like, done with Ghostbusters. So yeah. done. And, I, you know, there was a long time where we thought Zombieland was going to be the closest we ever got to a Ghostbusters thing with him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's, he comes in demanding the proof because he mm-hmm. debunks supernatural stuff. That's yeah. what he does. And it's because Ellen... Ellen? Aaron. Aaron. Yes, Aaron. Aaron is so against the idea of people calling her crazy or fraud yeah. that she gives in to him. Yes. Um, we don't understand that until they explain her. Her, yeah. Um, do, oh, we still didn't talk about that yet. Mm. We'll, we'll talk about that at the end. But um, So that ghost ends up... So there are two people in this movie that die. Yeah. Yeah, which is shocking. Like, we were yeah. talking. They don't kill a lot of people in Ghostbusters 1 or 2. No. Like, anybody... No. Not that I could remember. Not off the top of my head. I mean, you got your casualties when you got the state puff. But even Much that, he so. doesn't do anything. He just walks down the street and he crushes a church. So unless there are people in that church. Exactly. Which there could have been. You know, everybody's yeah. like, gotta go to church. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So after that, our next one. Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> yeah. yeah Weirdest really cameo, is. just out of left field, out of nowhere. I was yeah. not expecting it. At the metal concert where they capture the Sharon, I think dragon. I like another episode. Yeah. Which is even um, funnier because they're not together no more. I guess he got yeah. pretty early. Yep. Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, our next one would be Dan Aykroyd. Was it? No. We got one more before it. Who? Annie Potts. That was before? Yeah, she was the hotel oh, manager. Right. Yeah. Um, so she played Janine. Yes. And she had, still had that same voice. Yeah. What do you oh. want? <laughs> What do you want? Oh, that's one of my favorite lines in the first one. Ghostbusters, what do you want? Yeah. And then they, they redo it in this one with Chris Hemsworth yeah. and the machine. But yeah, so she was the, the receptionist or the, uh, the... Yeah, the hotel desk clerk. Yeah. Whatever. Who, who just uh, lets yeah. them go down there yeah. and interrogate her employee. She was like, oh, what did he do? I don't even want to know. Just go. just go. What do you want? <laughs> but that was, that was a fun yeah. little 30-second thing. Yeah. And uh, then it was Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd as a cabbie. Yes. I One of my... I think he was my second favorite cameo. Really? Yes. Okay. Even more than Bill Murray's. Really? Because Bill Murray's cameo really didn't add anything. Oh, I like it. It progressed the story. Yeah. Which a cameo doesn't usually do. It's just there to be, look at this fun fan service. Um, I love Dan Aykroyd because, well, let's talk, he's crazy in real life. Like, he's, (laughs) he went off his rocker. I think he has, I want to say he has a learning disability, like an Asperger's or something like that in real life, but I don't, I'd have to clarify that. But he was, he's weird. Like, he spouts off some nonsense. Mm -hmm. But his cameo is like, he's a cabbie, he doesn't want to go all the way to Chinatown. Yeah. And he, what is he, he even says, he's like, you think I'm scared of any class four floating apparitions? Yeah. That alone sealed it, but he said one of the most iconic Ghostbusters lines, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Yeah. Which I thought was great. 
Uh, any thoughts on Dan Aykroyd's cameo from you? No, I, I enjoyed it. It was funny. Um, it made me laugh. Yeah. And there's it, it opened up the door to so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> I am just made of questions right now. So our, our next yes. one that we see, because we're leaving out our favorite, yes. would be Ernie Hudson. Correct. As um Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill. Mr. Bill. Uncle Bill, yes. It's um Patty's uncle, where they get the um the hearse from. Yes, they mention it and then And then we yeah, like at the Pretty much at like the very end of the movie. Actually, at the end of the movie, right before the credits hit. Yeah. That's when we see him. And they move into the firehouse. Yeah, after they move into the firehouse, he comes and asks where his um other hearse is. Because he's got four <laughs> funerals to do and he's got only one hearse. <laughs> no, he's got two. He says, I'm going to do four funerals with two horse hearses. And she uh, goes, hey, just do two at a time. I'm not going to stack them on top of each other. Uh, that was that was fun. Yeah. And then uh, we had like Al Roker was in it. You know. Yeah. Some news people. Nobody else liked that. Big. Was really it. Yeah. And then, uh, then during the credits, we had Sigourney Weaver. Yes. And she played As, like. Um, yeah. Do you have the name of the character she plays? Yeah, Rebecca Gorn. It was Holtzman's um, mentor. Mentor. Yes. Um, it was interesting. It was, yeah, she was, was like a scientist, so it was kind of it was also it was, it was like the opposite yeah, of what Dana Barrett. Um, I uh, thought it was it was funny. It, yeah, it took a second for us to process who she was. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, probably my least favorite cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, but then the best one we have our had. personal favorite. Yes, you want to say it? The Stay Puffed Marshmallow. Yes. Man. It was there, but not... Well, I call it just a marshmallow. That's <laughs> it's just a Stay Puft marshmallow? Yeah. It doesn't even roll off the tongue. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, the Stay Puft was there. Not quite as a Stay Puft. Yeah. But he was basically... Um, when all like the ghosts get released, mm-hmm. um, there's like a M- Macy's Day parade. <laughs> it like, makes, it- or something like Again, that. It's something they didn't really explain because it makes it seem like that was like from a different time. Yeah. Because like, she mentioned she's like, oh, the nineteen twenties was like, or something like that. Yeah, because we see. Um, and then he like Rowan, an Abe looking thing. Yeah, and then Rowan yeah. specifically changes times like Times Square changes. Yeah. To like the nineteen twenties or something like that. Mm-hmm. Again, we don't know the scope of Rowan's powers. No. If they said something like dimensions are crackling, you know, yeah. time is time itself is distorting. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a, a parade of floats, floats and balloons. Yep. And what happens? They pop it. <laughs> they pop, like, they're, all they're, these balloons are chasing Yeah, them, they're, chasing like, them shooting down. their proton packs at these balloons, and they're all popping, except for the Stay Puffed, which ends up smushing three out of the four. It's smushed, um... And it, they did a really interesting Holtzman camera. And Tolan. They yeah. Did. They do a really interesting camera angle where... It's like they must be on like a glass, yeah. like a glass floor, and they're getting smushed, and the camera's facing up at them, and they're trying, they're all oh, trying to like smushed. talk and do things. Yeah. So it's really uh, funny. I can't reach for forever. <laughs> and then also we're just like here. laughing about the whole thing. Yeah, and then also I'm here. What does she say? She goes, "Um, this is exactly how I imagined I would die." Yeah. Oh man. She and also, and it uh, just bursts, and we see um, 
Ellen. You see uh, Gilbert Aaron. there, Aaron. I keep calling her Ellen. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But, um, yeah, Gilbert's there with her uh, Swiss Army knife. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the things she could have used, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, well, because they gave it to her when she couldn't pick the shotgun because the shotgun wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Postman was like, here, have this. Every girl should, should have <laughs> protection or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, the, that was probably... Because we did not expect it. No. We knew... They confirmed over the past couple of months who that Everyone. all the cast members are going to be doing cameos. You know, unfortunately, except for Harold Ramis, who passed away. But the film yeah. is dedicated to him, yes. which we thought was really cool as we were watching it. Um, yeah, we did not expect them to do any. No. Like I expected maybe like a, a little stuffed figure yeah. at one point, like just sitting there, kind of like a, in Deadpool where he's got the action yeah. figure of the old Deadpool. Um, something simple like that, but they... Might as well have been a character. Yeah. Like, or it was a ghost possessing that balloon, or... A, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they don't really specify, but... No. Like, they, the way that he he starts walking at them, and, yeah. like, the camera kind of stops for a second and just and focuses yeah. on it. It's really cool. And I was a big fan of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, um... Yeah, I mean, like, the movies, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um... No Ghostbusters montage, which I kind of no. bummed out about. Yeah, I don't think they wanted to make it too much like the originals, though. Yeah. No, I can, I, yeah. I can understand that. Um, do you want to talk about the uh, post-credit before we do our star rating? Yes, I would love to, because you and I are just are debating on uh, whether, Why? whether or not it's going to actually matter, Yeah. Um, or if it's just fan service. So, basically, in the post credit scene, we see um, Tolan listening to like EVP tapes the and stuff The same machine like that. that they tricked uh, yeah. uh, Gilbert with. Yes. <laughs> you almost said that one. I yeah. did not almost say that. I almost said. <laughs> but um, she's like, she like all of a sudden she's like, you guys gotta listen to this, and then all of a sudden all we hear is, Zool. Well, no, she asks, have you ever oh, heard yeah, Zool? And then they're all just kind of like, well, Gilbert, um, and then obviously Leslie Jones's character, um, Tolan and Holtzman were all kind of like, what? And then Yates was kind of just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And just goes back to work. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of debating on why. If that's just fan service. Or if it's going to be their villain for the next movie. Which I, I hope it's not. I hope it's not either. I really don't. I really don't. If so, I'm going to refuse to go see it. I'm not going to refuse to go see it, but... <laughs> They they did a great job kind of moving away from the story of this of of the original. Yeah. I feel like if they bring in the bad guys, um, yeah, then like then it's just kind of re- it's relying too much on yes. on the original uh, story and like you know for this next, if they do a sequel which they probably will this movie's yeah. not gonna it's not bombing so far no I know a Secret Life of Pets is still above it yeah um. But it's going to make money. It's doing pretty well. And also, you and I were talking that this movie's first week, it's like its opening weekend is going to be its weakest. Yeah. Because either one of the following things is going to happen. It's either A, people like you and me are going to tell people, go see this movie. We yeah. enjoyed it. Or B, people are going to be like, this movie was terrible. Don't go see it. Yeah. Everybody was right. We're hoping that it's the A. Yeah. I mean, I, I we definitely recommend going to see this movie. Yeah. Um, there, yes, there is your bad. There is kind of stuff that you really wish they didn't do this movie. But 
I mean, this kind of actually leads into our star ratings. So before we get into more detail, let's just give them our, our star ratings. Um, what's your star rating for this? I, I'm i very conflicted with this movie. Because um, it's definitely a good movie, and I enjoyed it. Yes. I'm giving it the 3-5. Okay. I would like to go see it again, knowing what I liked about it. Yeah. And knowing that it is good. But, um, yeah, 3-5... And it's definitely that this one and Ghostbusters two are very close in terms of yeah because Ghostbusters two really just has the nostalgia and the cast yes. working for it. This one has the nostalgia, but also it does its own thing, which yes. I like. So um, three five. I agree. Um, I'm I'm around the same thing. I'm like a three three five. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is. I mean, to be honest, I was going in expecting like a one point five two movie. Yeah. Um. And it was it was definitely not that. It was slight it was above average, slightly above average movie. It had its moments um that I really enjoyed. It was a really funny movie. But like I said, it was just the ghosts were just too um cartoony for me. Yeah, that's fair. Um could have been some of the characters could have been written a lot better also. Yeah, no, I um, I, can, I can agree with that. Yeah, no, I gave it like a three three five. This movie reminds me a lot of uh, the Star Trek reboot mm-hmm. because it's like we have this continuity and then they kind of do their own thing with it and it's it's got a lot of homage to the original mm-hmm. and um, but they still kind of do their own thing so that that's kind of how I see it yeah no, I definitely agree um, so yeah that pretty much does it for this episode our Ghostbusters review episode yes sir. Yes, so if you guys have any comments about the movie, you guys want to get in touch with us about the movie or anything else that's going on um, out there in the multiverse world, um, feel free to reach out to us. And how can they do that? Well, the best way is definitely on Facebook. It's our most uh, interactive way to get in touch with us, whether it's uh, liking our statuses, uh, commenting on them. We always appreciate some good... uh, so good family-friendly discussions and uh, debates. So if you guys look us up on uh, Facebook, you can search the Multiverse Fancast and find us there. You can also email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com. It is uh, another quick and effective way to get in touch with us, especially if you're going to write us something longer. We always prefer the uh, the ease of reading an email. Yes. Because uh, messages on Facebook sometimes, <laughs> it's hard to read them. But uh, you can also find us on Twitter at mvfancast. Alright, yes, I've, been, I've actually been practicing. Don't <laughs> but um, the entire time you, you set me up to do all of our contacts, I was like, MB Fancast, MB But uh, you can find us there on Twitter, and you can also take us mobile. So if you guys are listening to us on your Ooh. desktop and you want to take us in your car, you know, uh huh. Mm. Still single ladies, but anyway, uh, you can all download us. What was that? All the single ladies. All the single all ladies. The single ladies. Um, you can find us on uh, iTunes, Satchel Podcast Player, and the Podbean app. All you have to do is just search the Multiverse Fancast, and you'll find us there. You can download us. You can. Uh, we would love it if you guys like, comment, subscribe, all that cool stuff. Share us with your friends. We always appreciate when people uh, share what we do because we actually do occasionally put in work into this. Yeah. And uh, we got some very big, uh, exciting stuff coming up, especially once Suicide Squad rolls around, as we've said in almost every episode yes. so far. Yeah, so that pretty much does it for this episode. I'm Ronnie. And I'm Mags. And we'll see you guys in a flash. Who are you going to call?